Welcome to Newsworthy with Norisworthy. Get ready for some awesome. All right, friends, welcome back to the show. Today we have returning to the podcast for the second time from Colorado Springs, Colorado, Mr. John Eldridge. How are you, sir? Yeah, Luke. I'm doing well. Doing Thank, really well. Thanks for How coming back. I'm good. I'm good. Thanks for coming back on. It's nice yeah. to have you on uh, for a second time. Yeah, thanks for having me. I got an email saying that you've got uh, like a new revision, uh, like an updated version of Wild at Heart. And so I thought this is outstanding. A great excuse to have you back on the podcast because I enjoyed, I really enjoyed the first conversation we had. Yeah, me too. Life changing. It changed your life, I'm assuming, because it changed mine, right? It did. Unforgettable. <laughs> uh, outstanding. Outstanding. Um, so... You're up in Colorado Springs. Uh, like you have some like land or something. You're not like in a city, are you? You're like yeah, farming no, and everything. I, I mean, we have a ranch out in the country, but I live most of my days in a suburb, like everyone else. People do. You know? Did you find yourself like retreating more to uh, to the uh, to the farm yes. during COVID? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. that's kind of, that's kind of the, the way to do it. Well, because we just passed through a year of global trauma. And, and most people don't know that and don't know how to name that, but it's been really, really hard on human beings. What, so, what, when you say most people don't know that, you're saying like we're not acknowledging the trauma that we went through, like pretending like yeah. it wasn't traumatic? Yep, exactly. Although what, all the symptoms are there. Why aren't we saying that we went through a global trauma? Um, so I've been a therapist for about 30 years, and the capacity of human beings for denial is really extraordinary. It, mm -hmm. it, it, it's one of the governing energy and forces of, of the internal life of human beings is, is just that, la, 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 don't tell me that, I want to hear that. Yeah, so yeah, people are just looking forward to getting back to a baseball game or getting to a concert, just want to eat dinner out at a restaurant, and don't don't talk to me about about global trauma. Yeah, <laughs> I'm telling you. Like, just, just for the record, though, as a Enneagram Seven, I'm not sure exactly if you're saying it's a good thing or a bad thing to deny things. Are we for it or against it? Because I'm I'm pretty good at that, and I would like some affirmation if possible. Sorry, pal. <laughs> your friend okay so we we've been in denial of the the consequence of the effects the, the damage that we've gone the trauma we've gone through and when we are denying this what does that do to us what does denial do we don't take care of our souls we, we don't compensate for what we have been through so i've been trying to help people with a quick little test if another pandemic were to suddenly roll through the world next month, how would you do? Hmm. Whew. That's depressing. Why would you make me think about that? Okay, okay. It's not meant to be depressing. It's meant to show that we've got nothing in the reserve tank. I think people have rallied. Yeah. I think we've yeah. done our best. You know, we've tried to live and love and, you know, work from home and school the kids at home and get on Zoom and all. We've done our best, right? And, and yay us. Well mm -hmm. done. But in terms of the reserve tank, we got nothing. Like if a major crisis were to roll into our personal lives right now, we would be very hard tapped, right, mm. so, to respond to that. So all I'm saying is if we'll just admit this has been an experience of global trauma, 
that has all the same effects on the human brain and the human soul. And, and then, then we can say, okay, I need a recovery plan. Hmm. What's your recovery plan? Don't, don't just think, well, it's over and I'm going to bounce back. Woohoo! You know, it's like you need a recovery plan. So that's why you ask, did you retreat to the, to the ranch a lot and say, yeah, we did. And it was to just simply take walks. Yeah. And, and, and recover and get out of technology and do the simple things we could do mm-hmm. to try and replenish our reserves. Yeah. Okay. I, I'm going to make you walk us through the recovery plan, uh, or at least a, trying to develop a game plan for what recovery looked like. But first, the reserve tank, like that is a very good indicator of what you've gone through. And I, I typically don't think, like, how's my... How, like, how's the margin in my life? Do I do I have stuff stored up in case something bad happens? Um, yeah, that's pretty insightful. Um, it, are, are there like some tests you could go, okay, these are ways that I could monitor where my reserve tank is or give us something to kind of calibrate where our reserve tank is? Yes. So at what time in the day do you hit the wall? Is it two in the afternoon? Is it four? Is it 7 p.m.? Mm. Like just... It's earlier than it used to be. Yeah. People are going to bed earlier than they used to go to bed. They're like, man, I'm zonked at eight. I'm going to bed. Or, you know, if you were late, you know, you go, yeah. I'm zonked at nine. I'm going to bed when it used to be 11. Yeah. So when do you hit the wall in the day is mm-hmm. one. Um, and another one is your capacity to dream. What are you dreaming about these days? What, what, are, you, what are you looking forward to? Hmm. Like, What's on your list? Are you making a list of, of all the cool stuff you're going to do? Like, what what are we doing? Yeah. So it sounds like your, your dog is going through some sort of reserve well, tank right no, now. What, what we've got is the staff going nuts out there. Apparently, <laughs> there's news of some sort. Okay. Uh, it's, it's probably 9 o'clock there right now. They hit the wall pretty early in the day. They definitely need more reserve at this point. Okay, so... Here's one of the really fun things. Okay, so we knew we had to take care of our team yeah. as we passed through the pandemic and, and, and all the things because, you know, part of what trauma does is it messes with your brain and it, and it ruins some of the connections and you, you forget things easier. You forget things easier. <laughs> um, you lose track of time. You kind mm-hmm. of get stuck in what feels like Groundhog Day. You go a little numb. You start turning to all of your self-comforting behaviors. So you're yeah. Cheetos and you're binge watching your shows and, you know, you're drinking too much. And um, it's all that stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. We knew that we knew we had to take care of our staff. So there's a ping pong table in the room behind me. There's a foosball table. Like we, we just did some things to like bring the joy back. Yeah. Because when you're bombarded on a, you know, over the course of 15, 16 months, with bad news, fear, uncertainty, you know, restrictions, yada, yada, yada. Like, I'm just telling you people, be kind to your soul. You've been through a kind of clubbing. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that sounds about right. And so we're not dreaming. We're going to our vices earlier uh, or more often. We're going to bed yeah. earlier. All these things are going, wait a minute, something, something is off here. And the default thing for many of us is just pretend like, oh, that's not a big deal. I, I talked to a friend yesterday and uh, he said, man, I just was like the holy hangover, like after Easter, just exhausted. I was like, 
You've been doing church for like you've been leading churches for years, and you forgot to think you're going to be exhausted after Easter Sunday. Every preacher in America knows this is going to happen, but for him, it's just like uh, got to get it done, keep moving, and like we aren't attuned to what's going on. So once we slow down, we assess this, and then we realize, wait a minute, I am depleted. My reserve is gone, and now I need a game plan. So obviously, we need to get a foosball table and a ping pong table, uh, and then that solves it, right? Yeah, and you're good to go. <laughs> the, the beautiful thing is um, your soul is very unique and what you need therefore in some ways only you know but what I'm recommending is that folks let's let's look at you know hopefully we're coming out of this thing now in places like Colorado and Texas we're way more out of it but I got friends in Ireland they're still locked down in level five you know, Germany just relocked down. Italy just relocked down. France did. So like the world as a whole, you know, and then L.A. and New York and places, the East Coast, like it's it yep. depends on where you live. Yep. We're not out of the woods yet, <clears throat> but let's hope we are. Let's hope yep. we're moving out of the woods into the coming summer and, and fall. Yeah. What I'm suggesting is it would be a really good idea if you made some plans that you treat it like recovery. You treat it like rehab. You go, you know, as much as I want to travel as much as I can, that's probably not what my soul needs. Hmm. My soul needs beauty, play, joy, rest, and, and, and room to recover versus, you know, don't do a home renovation right now. Don't, yeah. don't like... Don't do crazy stuff that requires all your reserves that you don't have. Yeah. There's a, uh, there's an app called whoop that will monitor the like exertion level that you've put out and also your recovery specifically like your sleep. And so some people will use this as a fitness monitor to go, wait a minute, you can't have a hard workout today because your body is saying, no, 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 you need to rest and you slow down. Uh, many of us need something like that for our soul where we go, wait a minute, like this has been a lot. Don't jump into the renovation, you know, like the, the road trip across, well, maybe road trip is like recoverative for some people, it but depends on who's in the car. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, you said treat it like recovery uh, or rehab uh, for those who aren't familiar with what that's like. What are some staples of like healthy recovery or healthy rehab for us to go? Okay. This is an equivalent to what I should be looking for in my own life. The physical example is perfect. You back off, you, you require less of yourself than you normally would. So, you know, there are very few of us that are going to be able to take, you know, 12 weeks off. You might get a couple weeks off, far out, get some paid vacation. That's awesome. Don't blow it on mm -hmm. dumb stuff. Like, use it. Okay, so um, you pull the throttle back on your normal daily output. And so if you typically go, go, go until 6 p.m., don't do that. Stop at 4 if you are involved in a bunch of different things, well, I got to get to my group and then I got to get to this study and I'm doing this online course and we're training for a triathlon, a couple of those things need to go. Yeah. Like, like back off the throttle on your normal daily output because the basic idea, this is on a soul level, you need more coming in than is going out in order to replenish reserves. Right? That's so good. Yeah. Yeah. That's spot on. 
Yeah. So I, you know, you take the next six months and you go, okay, I'm just going to throttle back on, on the amount of time I spend online, on the amount of meetings that I agree to. And a lot of this stuff is just compulsory. You got a job, you got stuff, but I'm talking about the stuff that you can, you know, you can say, I'm not available this weekend. Yeah. Okay. I have, I have a weekend coming up and the fly fishing season happens to be opening up in Colorado. Mm -hmm. Honestly, I, I don't need to go on an adventure right now. I just need to rest. I want to work in the yard, play with the dogs, chuck the ball, you know, like just lower my daily output so that more is coming in than is going out because I need to replenish my reserves. That's spot on. That's spot on. Uh, I forget who said the line, but um, like the work of the wise is how to reduce and to say no and to subtract. And many of us think like we can add, 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 but the real wisdom comes when you're able to subtract from what's on your plate. Now that doesn't come easy because like you said, a lot of us have meetings that you got to go to, um, but the, whatever margin you have, like we, we need to be intentional about that. Now, as we're talking about this, I didn't know exactly this is the direction we're going to go, but I just started a sabbatical like two days ago. And so I'm still doing the podcast, but I'm not like at work. I'm not writing. I'm not preaching that kind of stuff. And my wife was at lunch with one of her friends and you know, she said, this is what Luke's doing. And, um, she said, Luke's going to get so bored. And Lindsay's like, no, he's just going to work out a whole bunch and read some books. And uh, that's about it. And I'm like, yeah, that's that's exactly what I need right now. And there's part of me is like, well, maybe I need to be productive and work on some side stuff that I want to get accomplished. But I feel like right now, it is a great reminder to go, wait, this is a little margin that I have. Not everyone gets this. And to like replenish is far more important than being productive. Yep. Yep. And the compulsion to be productive is something that's going to have to be fought. Okay, this is a little too personal now. Let's tone it down a little bit. That's, uh, yeah, no, I, I feel that. That's real. How do, how do you fight that compulsion? Belovedness. Okay. <clears throat> the things that compel us to perform, achieve, come through, overcommit, is usually the search for belovedness. That underneath that, it's because when we do, we feel loved, we feel valuable, we feel we have a place in the world, we feel that people still want to listen to what we have to say, or really grateful that we came through for them, you know, with their kids or whatever it is. We're searching for belovedness. And so, you know, we ratchet back and go, wait a second, the deeper issue is not my compulsions. The deeper issue is I don't need that to experience belovedness because I have God. I feel personally attacked right now. Uh, like that, <laughs> that is, that is not wrong. That is not wrong at all. Um, yeah, that's, that's right. That's right. Okay. So we, we've got to deal with the inner work of what's going on inside of our heart. Can I ask a question? Oh, I don't know if I want you to, but I feel like you're yeah, going to anyway. Right. In heaven's name, are we recording a podcast on your sabbatical? Okay, I feel I knew you're going to judge me right there. Because madness, call me back in two weeks or whenever. So you don't think I should even be doing the podcast? No, no, not at all. No, are you out of your mind? Uh, maybe a little bit. I feel like this would be good. Like I'd read some books and just have some conversations, and I could slowly you do that. No, honestly, like seriously, this is just me to you. You have a sabbatical right now. I yes, I do. It's like day two. It's gold. It's gold. Mm -hmm. Don't squander it. Okay. Are you kidding? Like, dude, 
Seriously. <laughs> awesome. Well, there's the end of the conversation with John Eldridge, and uh, we're, we're going to circle back to this. A couple hours since uh, John Eldridge decided to hang up on me in the middle of the conversation, and after a few hours of thought and processing, I I think I think John's right. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna heed his advice, and uh, I'm gonna push some stuff back that I've got scheduled, and I'm gonna take a month or so off from the podcast. So when I get back from sabbatical, I will start posting again. But um, yeah, I think uh, I think John was right, and when I started this podcast back in 2013, I think we we all imagined at some point someone would hang up on me during the middle of a conversation. Didn't imagine it to be for this reason, but I think. John is on to something. So without further ado, I'm going to say goodbye, and I will be back in a month or so, and uh, hopefully we can get John back on if we can finish, finish this conversation. But in the meantime, I uh, wish you the best, and uh, you won't be hearing from me for a little while. See you, friends. Thanks for checking out Newsworthy with Norsworthy. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. You are now adjourned.